Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the thoughts and the meditations of our hearts and minds be ever acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Why do we remember? Is this all something that actually a hundred years on we should just consign now to history? Why do we remember? Was all of that sacrifice really in vain? One of the members of Easy Company of the 101st Airborne Division during the Second World War, a man called Glenn Gray, said this, The deepest fear of my war years is that these happenings had no real purpose. That unless that day had some positive significance, it could not possibly be worth the pain it cost. Why do we remember is it that we claim that we learn from the mistakes of the past and yet time after time we see too much evidence that we don't learn from the past? We've won the war, supposedly. Have we put as much energy into winning the peace? The democracy that we have that was so costly won, do we now view as cheap? Let's think of the significant threats that Western democracy is under at the moment. The rule of law, threatened by far-right extremism, marching on supreme courts, too many people contemplating voting for fascism. There are inherent weaknesses in our democracy and they are a concern for us. Have we remembered what peace has followed if it is seriously the case that since the Second War only one day of peace in our entire world. Wars seem to beget more wars. Injustice creates yet more injustice. Why do we remember? Is it that this day actually is a bit like when we sing Old Lang Syne on New Year's Eve into New Year's Day, that token gesture of remembrance? I'm going to say now that if our remembrance is just sacrificing a couple of minutes on one Sunday each November, then I don't think that's good enough. Why remember? Because for your tomorrows we gave our today. Why remember? I think this compels us to do better, to be better to try and allow our history to become active in our thinking for the present so that we really do learn our mistakes from the past, that we never cheapen our democracy or the decisions made by failing to recognise the sheer cost with which our freedom has been built. There is a huge obligation on each and every one of us to be worthy, therefore, of that peace. It is our job in remembrance to strengthen our civil society, to be active citizens, to educate our young ones better, 
this past week I've been going into the school talking with them about remembrance and I've said to them that our hope of my generation, let alone the generations above me, is that we would like them to be the first generation that doesn't ever have to fight. The first generation truly of peace. And therefore we need to school ourselves again, just as we need to train our children in true Christian values. Those of self-sacrifice, of compassion, of forgiveness, of welcoming the stranger and the foreigner and supporting the vulnerable. Now the trouble is it's easy to say these things. And I recognize that for each of us at times, we just feel tired, we feel exhausted. The sheer recognition of the pain that other people have gone through. And yet, we need to summon up more reserves. More reserves of compassion, of self-sacrifice, and forgiveness, and welcoming. Our remembrance cannot be a passive thing. Our remembrance needs to be active. Today should be a spur for each of us to further action, not just a time for remembrance and then nothing else. Greater love hath no man than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. Those were the words of a young man from the Middle East. Words said that night before he was brutally executed by politicians and religious people. That man was the Prince of Peace. We look at that region at this precise moment and I think we all have to ask ourselves the question of how many more young men will die brutally in that region, a region that never seems to know peace. And I've said it before and I'm going to say it again, peace is not just the absence of conflict, it is the clear presence of justice and truth. Where there is oppression, too often in history we learn that violence follows. And it is easy to succumb to violence, to fall into that vicious circle of war and conflict. And so today, as we remember, maybe we ask ourselves again, have we actually ever learnt? The word remembering can mean a reflection on what has gone before. But it can also mean about a regathering, a remembering, of uniting, an establishment of one body. That remembering, therefore, needs to be about how we can overcome divisions, of overcoming our prejudices, of working at how we can unite with other people so that there isn't the division that then leads to mistrust, that then leads to fear, that then leads to hatred. Remembrance as an active thing of reaching out your hand in solidarity, in forgiveness, in compassion. Today we struggle for a society and a global community where warfare hopefully may cease. And we truly honour those who fell by striving for all that makes for peace. Jesus, the young man who was brutally killed, was also the man who talked of another kingdom.
an ideal, a place of harmony and justice, a place of forgiveness and peace. And so often it seems impossible for us to see that kingdom when we turn on our TV sets and look at the news. But it is that kingdom that we are to strive for. It is that country that we should work for. And there's another country I heard of long ago, most dear to them that own her, most great to them that know. We may not see her armies, we may not see her king. Her fortress is a faithful heart, her pride is suffering, and hour by hour and silently her shining bonds increase. And her ways are ways of gentleness, and all her paths are peace. Let us today remember... Let us give thanks to God for those who have bravely served. But let us also today remember the awfulness of war. And each of us commit to strive for freedom, for justice and peace for all of God's children. So that little by little, that other country, that kingdom of God may be realized amongst the chaos and the horrors of our present age. Today, as we grieve, today, as we remember, God is grieving and remembering with us. God is asking us today, are you willing to work with me to build up that peaceable kingdom? God's peace, the peace that our world needs, is a marathon, it's not a sprint. So let us this day remember by picking ourselves up and keep going. There is more that we need to do if we are to make our world a world where yet more millions of young men and women do not tragically have their lives cut short in conflict. May God give us the strength to truly remember this day. Amen.